This podcast is sponsored by NACO Gold and Silver Exchange. Check them out online at nacogoldandsilver.com or go by their location in San Antonio at 13323 Nacogdoches Road, Suite Number 3, NACO Gold and Silver Exchange. Hello, everyone. Here we are again with me, Trudy. Hi, guys. And we are going to see what is going on with Trending with Trudy. And today I'm super excited. I have a very good friend of mine, Mr. Chase Hooker. Hello, Chase. Hi. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Happy today. New Year. Happy New Year. How, when do you stop saying Happy New Year? Uh, I mean, it's January 5th. Right? So, how long do you go? Uh, January 15th. January 15th? Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. good. That's a good two weeks in. All right, cool. Two weeks into January, and the weather is nice and cold, nice and chilly, which I love. Um, and it's also 15 days of going into a dry January. I'm only five days in of dry January. That's good. I mean, so, I, last night was really hard for me, though, because I tend to, you know, do all my work, do my laundry, do everything, do, you know, drive it around everywhere. And come home and we'll have a nice glass of white wine. You know me. You know me well enough. I'm a wino. You know, right, right. I love my white wine. Right. Um, and maybe some red here and there. Um, but yeah, so I've been doing this dry January now for six years. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel so pretty in the morning when I wake up. Yes. <laughs> I feel good. I feel energetic. I mean, not that I am sluggish all the time, but you can definitely feel a difference. Mm-hmm. I'm not one to, you know, drink, you know, all the way into the evening, but I can definitely tell that not drinking, you know, at three, four o'clock, makes a big difference. It does. It, it does. Makes a big difference. Although I still like to go to the bars. I still like to socialize. I have to have my social time. Because you? these little doggies can only, you know, keep me, you know, busy for a while during the day. But so, I mean, how many people do you know that have done dry January? Are you doing dry January? Uh, I am doing dry January. Yeah. I've uh, actually been doing dry January for a very long time. I'm going on nine years of sobriety. Nine years of sobriety. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, thank you. So tell me what started, what made you start to get into the dry January? What gave you, what launched you into that? Well, um, I'll give you a quick little uh, backstory on, on, on that. Um, so I've always been kind of a, a social person, just like yourself. Um, always in and out of uh, dinner parties and, and, and uh, events and stuff like that. Um, and about nine years ago, um, I had a lot, a lot of stress in my life with uh, constantly with with work and family and everything, and uh, I ended up just uh, getting to a point where um, my drinking had become a health issue, and I decided that I, I needed to kind of step back from it. Um, and fortunately, at that particular time, I was in my early forties, and um, I had, it had taken a toll on my body. I wasn't eating right. I wasn't exercising, and I was living a style a lifestyle that wasn't really applicable to what we should be doing with, our, with ourselves. Sure. And um, I ended up uh, becoming ill, unfortunately, and had some major medical issues that I had to address and really changed my lifestyle. I ended up um, getting to a point where I needed to um, um, basically change my lifestyle by cutting out drinking totally, um, changing my diet, uh, my intake. Um, I had become... Unfortunately, my um, my my health had become deteriorated, where uh, my liver had begun to 
shut down. So this wasn't just something that you felt as your own, like you had to go see a doctor. Yes. You had to have a doctor tell you, listen, something needs to change. Something needed to change. Um, I was always a happy, good, lucky go person and ignoring a lot of the signs. Sure. I think we all um, do. Yeah. And I was caught up in the moment and I wasn't paying attention to what my body was telling me. And, um, Fortunately, I had some really good friends and family members that kind of stepped in and said, well, wait a minute, we're gonna, <laughs> you need to go see this doctor. And the doctor really kind of set me straight. Um, unfortunately, that I, uh, he caught me at a time where it was give and take. I did have to go to the hospital for about 10 days. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, was, uh, I, was, I, I cut it pretty close, but I was determined to um, make a change. Make a change. Um, live life. Live life. I had a, I, I made that decision right there in the hospital. And I said I was done. Were you scared? I was. Um, you know, when you get to that point in life and you're sitting there looking at things and you're flashing back and forth with your life and looking at your loved ones, uh, you will make a decision to either you're going to make that change or you're going to give up. And I decided not to give up. Well, it sounds like you had a really great support system, so that's a big deal. That's a big thing. Because I know a lot of times people... You know, especially at a young age that, that you were and still are, um, you know, you tend to think, oh, it's fine. I'll be fine in a few days. Just give me a couple months. I'll be fine. Mm -hmm. But you were in a different situation mm -hmm. where this was just something where your life, this was it, or you were going to go downhill and be done. Yeah, you, you were right. going to fall off the cliff and that was it. So that takes a strong person. That takes a lot. And like I said, a big support system yes. for you to have mm -hmm. on your side. Mm -hmm. um, and so... At, at that point, how much longer did it take for you to come back to be able to come out and be social and come out and, you know, be around people without it triggering you, without it being something where it was like, oh, shit, I can't be around you people because I want to drink. So everybody's different. Um, I was a very, very social person. And so for me, giving up alcohol and um, a lot of times you get some people think that oh, I can't be social, I can't socialize, I can't go and have fun, I can't be in bars because I'll get triggered. I had to make a decision that uh, I could not drink, but I needed to be social. So I did the switch in my mind mentally to where I could uh, block that out, the trigger points, and eventually accept that I didn't need alcohol to be socially accepted. Um, it took me probably about... I'd say three months afterwards, um, but I knew I had to make that painful um, step forward. I couldn't be afraid of it, and I, I took that challenge head on. Um, I will give you an example: is about six months into my sobriety, um, I did get an invite out to Vegas oh, with some. Um, oh gosh, of all places, really? <laughs> Why could it be like Disney World or something? Yeah, Vegas? It was, my gosh. Uh, I got an invitation out to Vegas for uh, with some oil and gas uh, colleagues of mine out of Canada, and uh, they sent me a plane ticket. Say we want to, we want you to come out and meet with us. We want to do some business in Texas, and these guys rolled out the red carpet. It was everything you can ever imagine. Oh it was Halloween. It was these guys owned a race car out, a dragster out there. It was all expenses, everything. And I said, if I'm going to do a challenge myself, I'm going to go and do this one. And I said, if I can make this happen, you can do anything. And there was a lot of um, uh, concern for me going there. Um, I kind of put something out on Facebook and accepting this challenge for myself. 
and a lot of people didn't know if I was going to make it or relapse and go back down the, the rabbit hole. And uh, so I went out there. Um, uh, when I got there, everybody was like, hey, what are you drinking? And I was like, oh, by the way, you know, I'm, I'm sober. And they're like, ooh, really? And about three hours into it, as I was drinking water, one of the main guys stepped, stepped aside. And he says, look, you know, I've known Chase about 10 years. I love him like a son. And he's just an amazing person. But I really like him even better now that he's sober. Oh, wow. And he goes, he's 10 times sharper and he's twice as funny. Well, so, then that had to make you make it, feel so good. It, 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 I mean, it, it, that's what kind of gave you your. That was your yeah. It, yeah. It, that was that was my true uh, definition that I could do this. Okay. And as soon as I did that, I knew I had this, and I wasn't going to be able to, you know, ever, I wasn't going to be able to, you know, relapse or anything like that. And I just knew I was moving forward in life, and I had it. And, and so when you when you came across the friends who had in the past been with you while you were on your you know, drunken rage, uh, should I call it that? Yeah. I don't mean to, you know, not drunken rage, but, you know, constantly debauchery. drinking. Debauchery. Debauchery, fine, <laughs> I mean, can say that. Um, when you came across them, were they stunned to find out, or were they comfortable with it? Were they kind of like, oh, we don't want to be around you, or did they accept you as you were and thankful that you were feeling better and healthy? It's, it's, it's a variety of all that. Okay. Okay. So there's different ones, different friends in there that some that, um, didn't know that I was sober and then they would order me a drink and I said, Oh, you know, I don't need one really, you know, I'm, I'm sober. And I'm like, wow, that's really cool. And then there's the ones that, uh, are very, very thankful that I'm, you know, where I'm at now health wise yeah. that they didn't lose me because, you know, we've all lost some friends to this, yeah. you know, at our age yeah. and, yeah. um, but then there's there's some that just think that's really really cool, and then there's some now because I'm nine almost nine years in that I've met, and they can't even imagine me. They've never they've never met me. They've never seen me drunk before, or you know, intoxicated. They know of the stories of that, but they they're just like, hey, they have a hard time understanding that you're like this solid straight guy that just and it's like going and going like, going, like completely just, yeah on the right. So tell me a quick little story, you know that. You would say that that person, or you know, give give an example of friends that you are with now that were with you back then that are going, oh crap, we <laughs> would, we never would have thought you would have turned out like this. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, they would have thought like out of all the people that was in our groups and stuff, that I would be the last one to go sober. Like they, I was just on a mission in my, in my life. Just I was having fun. I didn't care. Blah, blah, blah. You know, I cared. But, yeah, but you know, yeah, but it was just like free will and just having a good time. And, so in the getting. To become sober, did you, I know you had friends and, and family to support you, but I mean, I'm sure you had to go through some therapy, some, uh, you know, some kind of... Some AA and stuff like some that. Some AA, so, you know, so, the, so, you know, every year I post a little bit of, uh, of a segment of my story uh, on social media, and I've been doing that for the past couple of years now. And I, I like to get, it's kind of a following now, and people are getting insight to it. I get a lot of private messages asking about, you know, people, hey, how did you do this? You know, uh, my husband's, you know, struggling, my wife's struggling, my cousin, whatever it is. And I don't mind getting those messages, and, I, and I'll reply to almost all of them, and I'll be more than happy to meet with anybody and have coffee and talk to you about that. But um, what I always tell everybody this is everybody's paths and sobriety is different, okay? Um, so whatever works for you um, might not work for other people. Um, so you keep on what, what's doing what works best for you. Um, like I said, you know, when I got into my 
uh, sobriety it was very it was very physical it was medically induced right. um, it was very traumatizing to my body and what I had to go through mentally um, so I fortunately got had to get sober but I didn't understand any of the, the mental side of why I ended, ended up where I was and how I ended up you know drinking so much yeah. and and all those all those underlying issues that I had to deal with so I had to unpack all that later on um, I did end up eventually going to AA and understanding all the, the 12 steps and work them on your own. Um, some people will do that in the forefront. Um, I didn't, so when it's different. Um, AA is a very good roadmap. Mm -hmm. You know, it's proven out. Um, it can be challenging for some people. Some people are afraid of it. Um, I highly recommend going to that. Um, there are other counseling groups that you can get, you know, that are offered through churches, private organizations. There are rehabilitation centers that people have gotten sober through. Um, anything that, that might work best for you is what I always recommend going through. And I'd be more than happy to sit down. That's awesome. So. so, yeah, anybody out there who needs a lifeline, if you will, you know, or some private questions for Chase, I mean, you can reach him through me, through Trending with Trudy at gmail.com or reach, reach out to us on Facebook wherever you can. Chase, if you want to give your information, you're more than welcome to. Um, <laughs> you I mean, well, hold on. Do we need to give out your number for other purposes? <laughs> I mean, on that note, where does the dating, how does the dating scene go being sober? Because I feel like, you know, these days, especially this month, everybody's out looking for, you know, new hot date. And, you know, how does that? How does yeah, that Valentine's Day is coming Valentine's up. Valentine's so, Day, yeah. Um, I, we could do a whole other show on that one. Okay, well, let's um, start right now. I'm, I'm curious. How okay. does that work? Like, you invite someone out for, how do you say it? Like, you want to go to coffee? You want to go to dinner? You want to go, and then they order a glass of wine, maybe a bottle of wine, or is that up to, how, how do you? Okay, so the dating thing, is it is challenging. And so you look at, you take it as two, two different points of view. It's, um, like with me, I am not uh, offended by anybody drinking around me. Um, I'm, you know, I have a lot of friends that drink all the time. I, I've dated women that, that drink around me on the swift. The only thing that a lot of us that are in the sober side of things that, uh, don't really like is we don't prefer people that get sloppy drunk or get a mean drunk. Yeah. We've been I through. I don't like a mean drunk either. Yeah, I know. So, you know, we've been through a lot yeah. of challenges and emotions stuff in our past to get to where we are at now in sobriety and we enjoy our peace. Um, and so we guard that with our heart and to bring somebody into that, um, we want to make sure it's the right fit. Uh, but the thing is, is, um, it's okay to have fun. You know, um, we don't say, Hey, you can't drink ever around us. You can't be yourself. You can't let loose. Or like, we don't have, we don't set borders or boundaries like that at yeah. all. Um, and so a lot of people don't know that, uh, right up front. A lot of, I know a lot of, uh, I have some of my female friends that are now dating, um, some uh, sober gentleman, yeah. and they've asked me like, "Hey, hey, hey, how do I do this? You know, what's what's the what's the protocol of this?" Yeah, because I don't know. That would be really hard for me. I mean, my husband and, and I drink, but if I don't drink, he really doesn't drink. And if he doesn't, I mean, I think I'm more of a drinker than he is. Mm -hmm. So I can't imagine that today's world. It's always so hard to date. I've got many single friends, yes. as you know, and I just don't know how. I mean, do you, do you tell them up front? Do you tell them? You know, like, do you put that on your dating site? I don't know if you're on a dating uh, site. No, uh, <laughs> I, 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 not anymore? Away, not anymore. Stay away from the dating yeah, sites. Yeah. It's horrible. Um, you know, you kind of put it up front. You kind of volley it up there. You kind of do, but then you also, you know, you kind of got to, like, brush it over a little bit. Because 
And you kind of, we kind of wear it as a badge of honor. Yeah. Kind of like, cause yeah. It's, it's, it's what we hold dearly right. to us. And yeah. that's my biggest accomplishment Absolutely. in life is my sobriety. And I hold it dearly to me. I mean, I, I you've got a tattoo. I love that. Yeah. So, um, and I talk about it and I, you know, I use it as, you know, trying to help people. Um, but I don't want to shy it away, you know, scare people away from me too. And so I try to make it at ease. And, and so I, I'll tell them kind of crazy stories and stuff. That's hey. things I used to do, you know? Well, so. do you think they want you to pull that, pull that back out of you? Or are you still, you're still crazy. You're still fun and crazy. So I know fun, that so. I can, I can vouch for him guys. He's kind of cool. He's fun, <laughs> he's fun to be around. Um, so yeah, so that's pretty awesome. So, I mean, moving forward, you know, every day, do you feel like it's a challenge or is it, I mean, it's nine years. And yeah. in March, is it 10? Uh, March will be nine years. March, so coming up, okay. um, March yeah. will be nine years. So, yeah, March 15. So, um, every day, you know, uh, with me, it's it's on autopilot right now. Um, I don't really ever have any feelings or temptations or triggers or anything like that or even on a stressful day. And the reason why, I, and I say this on myself, and this is, everybody's different, remember this, um, is that when I endured what I went through with my liver and my body being reacting the way it was, it was very, very painful. And so anytime I think about ever um, possibly thinking of, oh, let's just have a drink here, it's like that, um, I go right back to the physical point of view of what my body looked like, what I had to endure for months at a time, and what it did to me, it put me in the hospital. And the doctor said that, whoa, you know, you always hear this, you know, liver will heal itself. And uh, yes, that is true. But it, I do say this too, that the, the liver is, um, it's got like a, mobile, uh, um, a muscle memory. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So as it will heal, it will also deteriorate just as rapidly as fast. Oh. So, um, you know. Did you do a lot of research on this while you were in recovery? Did you, did, how did you learn about the liver? The you, liver, well, um, Basically, lived it, living, you know? okay, living through it. You yeah. kind of learned yeah. as you lived it. Yeah, the doctors are telling me uh, what I was enduring, what I was going through. Um, also, you know, uh, you know, having to explain it to my family members that were also having to process through. Through, so you know, understanding the medical side of things, you know, and getting educated was a big part of yeah. the understanding thing. And then on the recovery side, it's also kind of a prevention, knowing what would happen again. Um, because the, the doctors will tell you, they're just like, you know, you do this again, you relapse and you're gone. Yeah. You know, you're not coming back. Yeah. So, well, that's I'm, one of my biggest that, returns. That's amazing that you have, it's nine years and you still socialize me. Yes. We've, we've gone to dinners, parties with our friends and families and. I mean, it, you're, 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 you're cool. You're, I still, st I can tell a really good story. Oh yeah. He's a great storyteller. <laughs> you are a great storyteller. That is for sure. Um, so, and I noticed that, you know, they've come out with so many of the non-alcoholic. Mm -hmm. you, know, you brought us some for New Year's and I, I enjoy them. I'm enjoying the Heineken Zeros right now. Mm -hmm. Um, so I assume you, you enjoy your non-alcoholic. Non so here's the thing is, is like non-alcoholic where you go, go to the bars that are not alcoholic bars um a lot of us that are in this space um we will drink a non-alcoholic beer you know it will say it's got a little bit of alcohol in it that's like mouthwash almost yeah so don't really knock anybody that's yeah, drinking yeah. those yeah, yeah yeah um uh typically we won't really i don't really buy those that often because it's kind of like a waste of money, waste of money. and yeah. if you go to these like mix a lot uh you know sugar drinks it's just a lot of carbs and sugar in there yeah. you're paying eight ten bucks for them so it's kind of 
non, you don't really like to do that too much. So I, if you see me out, which is a lot of time, I always have those little meal little flavors. Little meals, which yeah. I've stolen a few from you, yes. So yes, I, turn, I turn water and meal flavors, and so I should get a sponsorship from Mio. Yeah, you should. Mio, listen, yeah. you can test tracks all the time, all the time. Yeah, they're, they're in all my cars yeah. around, so yeah. it's, it's kind of fun. And one thing that's really nice is uh, so all the bartenders I, I do frequent, and I see around, they guys are Thank you for always getting me my water. They're always refilling your water. I know. It's nice. I yeah. appreciate that, you know? So Yeah. Well, that's good. good. That's good. Well, um, so yeah. So, guys, I just want to also say that we are sponsored today by Nacogdoches School and Silver Exchange. Um, go to the website. You can call them at 655-4828 or go visit them at 13323 Nacogdoches Road. Um, so, yeah, Chase. So, it sounds like... You have had an amazing road to this sobriety, and I, as a friend, am so proud of you, you. and honored for you to be here to talk about it more, and I'd love to chit-chat more with you in our future episodes of What's Trending with Trudy, and what else is going on with you? Anything fun and exciting? Uh, it just... In uh, 2024? 2024, yeah. getting a year going, uh, getting through the, all this mountain cedar that oh, was down for three days. Well, yeah, because it was only at 34,000 for mountain cedar or mold and yeah. everything else. I yeah. almost had a little snippet of it during uh, the New Year's Eve uh, weekend. So, yeah, I get it. So, yeah. yeah. Any traveling coming up? No traveling right now. So, um, but... Let's circle back with the dating. Uh, the dating thing when it comes up closer to uh, Valentine's Day. Well, you only have uh, like a month and a half, so we got to get to it. Yeah, we'll get to it. All right, guys. Well, there you go. I um, hope everybody has a great day, and we will chit chat again with the Chase Hooker. Yeah, and if anybody has any questions and has any ideas that they want to talk about or discuss, email me please at trendingwithtrudy at gmail.com. Until then, everybody have a safe an exciting day. Bye. That was good. Man, you're